0: And hello. Hello indeed. Uh, it's been a while since we've been in these environs. <laughs> it's been so long, you have no idea. I listen to <laughs> I have I have a very clear I mean, idea. Yeah.
1: I've been listening to like the last couple of episodes to prep, like to see if there's stuff that we should talk about, and I kind of like realized that like I just can't make enough notes to, to cover it, so I just gave up. Oh, the like the time in between? Yeah, the time in between. Like so this the second to last episode, the second last episode we did was the one with Vitkoff. Mm-hmm. And that episode was before I went on my month long vacation in July. I know. And then the last episode we did was the one with like with like a crazy break in the middle of it. Which I'm looking at my watch to make sure that we schedule a break. Um but <laughs> And yet you keep you keep accusing me of being the cause of this lack of
0: recording. <laughs> Well, Despite I, the fact that we, so there wasn't. Ton- Let's just talk about how many times you've left town in between the last episode. The and this last one.
1: time we did actually hang out and got breakfast and like had intention of recording and then it didn't actually record. And my my. That is true. My microphone has been in my. Your love of acro yoga supersedes your love of podcasting. <laughs> yeah, I would. Do, okay, so here's the new game. The new game that I have with my friend Leslie. You come up with three things, and you try and get somebody to tie them in terms of, like, importance and rank. So, for example, it's very easy for me with Leslie. I was like, okay, you have um, acro yoga, you have uh, spending time with your family, and I can't remember the third one. But, like, there were three things. It was just, oh, and your dog. Put all three of those together. She's like, you have to rank them one to three. And she's like, I just can't. If you can't rank them one to three, then I win. But uh, Acroyoga for me would clearly be number one if we were to do this game. Like, if we were to do this game, Acroyoga for me right now is number one. Anyways, welcome to South Beta Podcast, one man's journey to untangle the knot that is the climbing community with his co-host, who, not whom, occasionally knows the answers to his climbing-related questions. That's me. Uh, And you are? Evan. And I am? Zach. Nice. And I will try not to knee-slap.
0: I nailed it, man. I got our names right on the first try. No, so good. So good. Even
1: after so long. It's been too long. Um, so, for those of you listening, this is going to be our Earth Trex edition. Uh, if you have not been paying attention to your email and you are in the South Bend, a member of Planet Granite, uh, you might not have noticed that uh, Earth treks and Planet Granite have merged. Is that the correct terminology? Yes. And what that means is nobody knows. Nobody knows. There was a press release. I had a ton of questions. It seemed very uh, vague in descriptions of what's going on. And I would love for you to
0: bring to me the the highlights and in in, in sentences that were so vague. I you. I read it like
1: six months ago when it happened. Oh, okay. It did not happen six months ago. I it happened like two months ago. Yes. And I read it when it happened. And then I went on Christmas break. And have been distracted by other fun things that have gone on. You told me you've been prepping for this all day. Uh, I Yeah, so I started listening to the podcast last night on my way home from the city. I'm like, okay, I gotta make sure I start making notes. And I made a ton of notes and then I've forgotten them all by the time I got in here. <laughs> but but I have had people ask me questions about Earth Treks and Planet Granite. Um, so, first. <laughs> I'm curious, why do they think you know the answer? <laughs> Well, they think that I can get the answer. Oh, okay. And I actually did request for feedback from a higher up at Planet Granite, and uh, I was referred to you for answers, which was hilarious. It is true. I can answer some questions. Apparently, we're very involved in the process, and you're, <laughs> and you're loquacious enough to talk about it.
0: I don't. I don't know about that first part. Uh, I can I can pretend to be verbose in this situation.
1: Okay, so just reader or listeners, not readers, but listeners. For your for your sake, there may be situations where Evan is like, "I cannot answer that." Do not be upset. Uh, I'm going to ask the tough questions, um, but there's some stuff that's confidential and he can answer. Yeah, that's true. So just prepping. Our, I'm prepping our listeners.
0: I do have slightly more knowledge than is available to the public.
1: And I am mostly comfortable knowing only the knowledge that is related to the public.
0: You're not comfortable with that at all,
1: but you will pretend to be. <laughs> so I have this theory in life that, like, if I don't know something I shouldn't know, then I can't tell people that I shouldn't tell. That is very true, and which is why I'm not telling you things. <laughs> and I am happy about that. Like, I may <laughs> seem like I'm not happy about that, but I'm really freaking happy about that. So, okay, so Earthtrex uh, merged with Planet Granite. Um, they are run together now. So, like, the, we, like Renee, who used to be uh, the CEO of Planet Granite, is now the COO of both Earthtrex and Planet Granite. And the guy who was the COO of uh, Earthtrex is now the CFO or something like that? Uh, I'm not exactly sure what
0: his position was beforehand, but I, I do know that he is the CFO of the joint
1: company. Does the joint company have a name yet?
0: There is not a name for the company. Um, so Can I suggest a name? You can suggest a way. Lots of suggestions have
1: been made. Rock gyms. Rock gyms. Yeah, the Rock Gyms company.
0: That's a very interesting choice. I'm not sure. it's It doesn't really light my world on fire. Uh, Are you trying oh, to come up with others on the spot? I yeah. thought
1: you were prepped for this, man. I'm coming up <laughs> with things on the I'm trying to think of, like, FIFL, you know, from, like, the Lady in the Tramp. Or, no, no, wait. FIFL from Coming to America. Or, like, what's, what's the show with the, little, with the little little mouse?
0: I mean, I know what you're talking about, but it's I haven't seen those in, like, 30 years. Okay, so whatever. Remember. Um, I would say, uh, Planet Earth <laughs> was an interesting idea. Just, you know,
1: first what? first
0: word of both names, but,
1: uh... Isn't that, like, already taken up by like, a, by, like, a bunch of movies? I mean,
0: Planet Earth is, you know, it's a big theme in our lives. and
1: You know what, you should just call it Le Monde and be done with it. Excuse me? Le Monde means Le Monde. the, the yeah, world. Yeah, I know what it means. Yeah. In French. It's a famous newspaper. Nobody reads newspapers anymore, so Le Monde. Yeah, I know. I think that would be great. Okay, but real questions. How many earth gyms are there? Right now? Right now, like as of today, that I could walk into and climb at. I believe six. Six. And can you name all six? Probably not. All right, let's uh, see how many you can name.
0: What do we got? Golden, Rockville, Timonium, Crystal City,
1: and I'm done. <laughs> so there's one that's missing, and there's supposed to be a new one opening in Denver pretty soon. Well, then I think that's number seven. Okay. The new
0: one in Denver, I think, is number seven. Um, What's the biggest?
1: The biggest, I believe, is the one in Golden. Okay. I was supposed to stop at that on my winter road trip and ran out of time because I got stuck.
0: Okay. I you made... got stuck how? Okay. So this you is got what... stuck in the mud?
1: No. No, that's great. You so got stuck in some gum. So I wasn't feeling great the week before Christmas, but I decided that I was going to go on a, a road trip with my van anyways, because, sure, why not? A van's awesome. Um, so I hopped in my van, and I started driving. I spent a night outside of my friend's house in uh, Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Got up in the morning, had coffee with, that, with her and her boyfriend. It was great. Then got on the road and started uh, driving to Fort Collins, Colorado. And I was on 80 in Wyoming. I uh, got to about exit 215 and then it got closed down for blizzard conditions. Sounds awesome. Yeah. So I pulled in. So you forged ahead? So I pulled into like a. Uh, I pulled into a. Well, no, it shut down. Like there were cops being like, you can't go further. Uh, if, they, if, they, if, if, if there were no cops, I would have forged ahead. Just so we're clear, my truck has four wheel drive and I uh, there's no holding back. You know, I just go. You're a badass like that. Not really, but I love my truck. My truck like does a phenomenal job of just handling the road. Okay, truck, truck, van, whatever. Claire Van Gogh. vantage points on Instagram. Please follow. Um, so, uh, so, so, anyways, so I pull into like a Holiday Inn Express, uh-huh. to, like to like try and like find a way, like to try and get internet because I didn't have internet up there. Oh, uh, and I look, for, I'm looking for like directions and whatnot, and I end up seeing that there's a way, like, through Steamboat Springs that would get me there. I called my uncle. My uncle's like, you're going to surprise your grandparents. You should totally just keep coming. And I'm like, oh, fine, whatever. I should have gotten a hotel there. And just, like, I was at the Holiday Inn. I could have spent the night right there. It would have been very convenient. I would have gotten relaxed. would have gotten up. They were going to open up at midnight. Wait, wait, wait. You're in your van, man. You don't need the Holiday Inn. It was ridiculously cold. It was, like, 9 degrees outside. And? And, yes, I was in my van, but still, like, it was ridiculously cold. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, it would be nice to have a hotel. All right, Plus, all right, I mean, right. plus I could watch TV and stuff. I didn't have internet. Like, I could watch TV and, like, hang out for a bit. It's so, like, f- it was like three in the afternoon. All right, all right. So, like, a hotel would have been a smart idea. But. You know, you know what you can do? Go to Burger King? Yeah, you could listen to Chris Warner's book. Which Chris Warner's book?
0: Chris Warner, founder of Treks, has a book out on uh, leadership. Really, uh, leadership name, and high altitude mountaineering. Can you name the book? It is called. Oh crap! I have to look it up. I it's
1: I believe it's high altitude leadership. High altitude leadership. Okay, well maybe I'll listen to it. Sounds like a fun book to listen to. But anyways, I didn't have that at the time, so I talked to my uncle Michael. Was like, you should just go keep coming. Like you're not going to make it. You should be here. So I decided to go around. Well, I I'm driving. And I finally get service, and I pull up the directions on my iPhone, and the iPhone sends me through, like, Rocky Mountain Rocky Mountain National Park. So I go up to go through Rocky Mountain National Park, and I get to a dead end, because that's closed for the winter. It closed November through March. So then, I come back around, and I head through into Steamboat, I get to Steamboat, I get through Steamboat, and then they close down 40, which is what I was on. They're like, you're closed, there's nothing we can do. I'm like, well, I saw signs for 70, can I get on 70 and come around? They're like, nope, they closed 72. Everything's closed to get over the Rockies for the, for the rest of the night, Will probably reopen in the morning. I'm like, oh fuck. Okay, so what do I do? So I just I say, is there a place I can pull over on the side of the road? They let me pull over right by the block. I slept for eight hours. I got up and I started driving from there. Sounds perfect. But I ended up getting late. So like that's where I got delayed. That's how I got held up. I got stuck ah. on the other side of the Rockies because everything was freaking closed. Oh man. It was supposed to be seven hours of driving that day. It was eleven hours of driving. I still didn't get where I was supposed to go. Yeah,
0: I mean that sounds like what you get when you're trying to cross the Rockies in the
1: winter. Yeah, whatever. It was still that's why
0: that's why the uh, pioneers
1: didn't do that. Okay, whatever. I got to Colorado. That was fun, but I didn't spend time there. And then I went to Arizona to visit my best friend through Santa Fe. By the way, do you know that Gerald's from Santa Fe? I kind of knew that Gerald was from Santa Fe. Yeah.
0: Does anyone know who Gerald is?
1: First of all. Does, has anybody ever seen the TV show West Wing? Some people have. Yes. There is a there is a character in there called Lord John Mulberry, who refers to Leo, who is the president's right-hand man, as Gerald at all times in a very British voice. Gerald, Gerald. So anytime I talk to Gerald, I say, "Hey, Gerald," like a uh, like Lord John Mulberry. And, and I'm sure if you're listening to this, <laughs> I thought
0: you were gonna say like a complete weirdo. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, right. a weirdo is standard for me.
0: I know. But in yeah. a
1: fake British accent, it's a little worse.
0: Yeah, it is worse. Um, yeah, Gerald is a... Uh, it's actually, Gerald told me, he's like, my phone's been blowing up all week when uh, the announcement of the merger came out because Gerald used to work for Earth, Earth Tracks. Tracks, yeah, and then moved out to California and uh, got hired at Sunnyvale because he's awesome. He and is um, awesome,
1: by the way. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not denying it. And uh, so, yeah. So he's been at Planet Granite for a year and a half or so, maybe a yeah, little bit Yeah, he took more. a little
1: stint off there where he was working a little bit less because he was doing some other side project, but... Gerald's uh,
0: just a machine. He's been going to grad school and working at Planet Granite and doing some sort of internship at the same time. Yep working full-time at Plant Granite, by the way.
1: Not when he was doing the internship, though. There was a time no, when was...
0: Would... Oh, yeah. I mean, he may have backed off for a bit, but... In any case, Gerald's a machine, and, and when I saw him, he's like,
1: yeah, my phone's been just blowing up. Yeah. Anyways, Gerald uh, uh, is awesome, but yeah. I don't know where we were... I forgot the whole beginning of that. I don't know. Okay, so moving on. Let's move on. Oh, uh, uh, I want to throw
0: out there uh, a climbing-related story, also related to driving in snowstorms. Did you
1: actually look up the title of the book first, though? I did,
0: yeah. I actually had it right. It was High Altitude Leadership. But it's got a colon and a subtitle that is, like, pretty intense.
1: What's the subtitle?
0: It is What the World's Highest Peaks Can Teach Us About uh, Success, I believe is the... And so this
1: is from the founder of Earth Earthtrex... W-
0: what the world's most forbidding peaks teach us about success,
1: yes. As I understand, Earthtrex was the first rock gym, or one of the first rock gyms? I don't think so. Okay. What's its claim to fame, then? It's the first in the East Coast, first it's in... It's
0: just fucking awesome. So it's it's very nearly as awesome as Planet Granite. That's, that's what it it's claimed the to fame. And doesn't it have the biggest
1: gym in the U.S.?
0: I don't know. I think... I, my understanding is that when Golden opens, it will be the... Biggest. I mean Denver. Oh, I'm sorry, already... not Golden. Englewood. Englewood. Yeah, which is no Denverish.
1: Good. Got it. up to no good. No. It's, it's from. What is this Cockney rhyming slang? No, it's from. It's Englewood, up to no good. It's from Cal- California Love. It's a song by you know Dr. Dre and Tupac. But this is Englewood.
0: You're talking about Englewood. So to, this is the whole difference
1: between corpuscular and crepuscular, where, like, I hear it in my head and it rhymes close enough for me to, to be okay with it.
0: I, I was told that a previous guest on this podcast uh, got a trivia question right from, because of that.
1: <laughs> Playing trivia pursuit. So there is benefit to listening to this podcast.
0: Uh, some slight benefit, I believe, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. All
0: right, so here's my story. Story, uh, go. I went on a friend of mine. A friend of mine and I were both unemployed. Uh, you know, climb pretty similar grades, and, uh, so we, we...
1: This had to be at least six years ago.
0: It was, yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. Okay. It was actually right about six years ago. Um, a little bit over six years ago, because, uh, it was right before I moved up here. Okay. Uh, we went to, we, like, did a road trip. We went to Joe's Valley, went to, like, for, like, six weeks, like, Joe's Valley, Red Rocks, Waco... It's probably the longest climbing road trip I think I've been on. Um and uh also probably the uh the lightest I've the lightest I have been um until now is back then because I was unemployed and in eating, you know, little <laughs> as a result. <laughs> um and uh so we were in Waco, and we were trying to drive. My parents were in Tucson at the time, so we kind of used that as like a layover spot. We were in Waco, and we were driving. We are going to drive back to Tucson, and a storm moved through, and it snowed in New Mexico. So, you know, in you're in Waco. You're in West Texas, El Paso area. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, it's not, and by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, this is not W-A-C-O, Waco, Texas, which is famous for... Bouldering? Cults. No. Waco is, like, that was the the cult that got stormed by the ATF. Okay. Like, I can't remember the guy's name, but he had his, like, cult that he formed. That was Waco, Texas. This is Hueco, as in the Spanish word for hollow, H-U-E-C-O, which it's Hueco Tanks State Park, which is outside El Paso.
1: That's the one that's famous for climbing.
0: Yes. So we were there. <laughs> and so we're coming back. We, like, get up from El Paso. We get to Las Cruces, which is in New Mexico, which is, like, uh, 30 miles from El Paso. It's pretty close. And then we start heading west, and there's just snow. is just shutting down the freeway, and they actually shut down the freeway, but, like, the freeway was shut down with, like, an inch and a half of snow, but, like, we saw, I mean, we drove, like, five miles down the freeway and saw, like, seven accidents because people in that area just could not handle the snow. They don't know
1: how to do it. It's
0: just not even close, and I grew up in Rhode Island, like, oh, like... School's getting out early because of the snow, and it's like, oh, cool! Let's fishtail our cars around corners on the way home. Like it was like, driving in the snow was like a fun adventure. And like it with, was not like something. And you did
1: it with front wheel drive cars, you know. Oh, I had a
0: rear wheel drive car. A rear
1: wheel drive car. You did it with with not four wheel drive cars. Oh yeah,
0: traveling around. No, totally. I mean, like I I remember weeks growing up where. There was a solid coating of snow and ice over the road in front of my house that I lived on for more than a week. And Rhode Island is honestly not that bad in terms of winter weather, but
1: just to you s- got the ocean right there. Yeah,
0: yeah. But just to see like as a, uh, as a... to see an inch and a half of snow just demolishing drivers left and right was pretty impressive.
1: The, so my my road trip, one I remember where the whole story was, my road trip originally had uh, like when I got stuck in Wyoming Yeah, there were car- there were accidents strewn all over the place You know, cars toppled like candy At the side of the road, it was great um, But terrible, because it was right around Christmas I felt bad for people But the story was going because I went through Santa Fe Which is where Gerald is from And I uh, Continued on to your home In Phoenix, Arizona My home? Well, isn't that where your family lives? No oh. I just said where they live I thought they used to live in Tucson, but now they live in Phoenix. No. Then, oh, why did I call you for help on Phoenix?
0: I have no idea. You just oh. called me. <laughs> <laughs> you called me and I tried to help, man. That's
1: all I got. I thought it was because you were from Phoenix. I'm from Rhode Island. No, but, like, you your family that. lives now in Phoenix. My family lives in Tucson. Technically, now, I am... The only place that I own property is in Rhode Island. Okay. <laughs> I own property in Rhode Island. Humble brag. I own property in Rhode Island, everybody. Come visit my house. We'll go sailing and surfing.
0: The only place that I own property is in Rhode Island. I live in California. But the I only property. place that I own property is on a very upscale
1: island in so, the Narragansett so, Bay of so Rhode can Island. Can we talk about that, though? Seriously, there are, like, not rich parts of Newport. <laughs> Relative to what? There are, like, some really, like, there are some trailer parks or some like having been a pizza. Okay, okay, okay. Having is that been...
0: where your property is?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not far from there.
0: Newport's not that big. <laughs> you can't you can't be in Newport and be far from there. Yeah. I, like, look at it. Newport is one town in the smallest state in the nation. Guess what? You're not that far from the bad ports of Newport. Anywhere in Rhode Island.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. that's my running joke to everybody. People are like, so uh, how is it from, from you know from Providence? Like, listen, you can get to anywhere in Rhode Island to anywhere else in Rhode Island in forty five minutes.
0: And most places way shorter, but there yeah. are some places like
1: um, I've made it from Newport to Boston in forty five minutes. I had
0: a I had a friend that I was like uh, I was going to pick her up. We're we're going to a ultimate frisbee tournament. <laughs> Okay. And, uh, I love where this is going. A bunch of us went to go pick her up, and uh, she lived in like Wakefield, like way down. It was like, we got, I mean, it was weird to me because I was like, oh, we just got off the freeway and then drove for like 25 minutes in
1: Rhode Island. Like, was it like a, like a weave of back roads that you had to figure oh, out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's terrible.
0: It's surprising. The nooks and crannies
1: of that state. Well, so I thought you were from Phoenix. So I stopped in Phoenix and asked for your advice. Um, <laughs>
0: you could tell that I wasn't from Phoenix based on my... Well, I've been to this
1: one gym. I didn't realize that, like, that was... Like, I thought maybe you just didn't climb when you were home. Anyways.
0: <sighs> Phoenix is is has never been my home and will never be my home. Tucson is not my home either. How far is Tucson from Phoenix?
1: It was about 100 miles. But when you fly to Tucson, do you fly into Phoenix and then drive? I do, yeah. Because,
0: so my parents live on the north side of Tucson. So they live in between Phoenix and Tucson. Yeah. But, like, the suburbs of Tucson are basically contiguous up to where they are. Got it. But then as soon as you go past where they are, it's just fucking desert. (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah. Like, the very outskirts of there's actually a, a fair patch of just desert in between, and it's it's not, it's, like, maybe, like, two miles. There's, like, two miles where, like, on either side of the road, it's just desert, and or then yeah. you get to where my parents' place is. And then, uh, you know, Isn't but, but like, it's it's only, like, two miles. But then after that, you can drive for, like, 40 miles, and it's really just desert on either side, and uh, a, an occasional, you know, outcropping of dwellings or... Of,
1: so my impression of Phoenix was that it looked a lot like L A, in terms of like, freeway structure, palm trees,
0: yeah. and like
1: buildings and like center and, and cacti. It just to me it felt L A ish.
0: I think I think you could see that from like the surface street level because it's okay. very like, it's very low and sprawling. This is kind of L A thing, where it's like, you know, it's not. It's never like really. Too built up in one area, yeah. but
1: it's pretty built up just about everywhere. So two things, or several things about this. Go for it. Fe- uh, Phoenix-related things. First, if you're in the phoenix tempe Key? O- 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 I can't, I can't even pronounce it. If you're in that area, never heard anyone say that word. If you, I, I didn't say it right. If you're in that area, check out a gym called True Hit. T R U H I T. True Hit stands for uh, High Intensity Training. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine has. Uh, is uh, has one of the franchises and he uh, he gave me like the first time guest class. It is awesome. I got destroyed. It's a lot of fun. Totally worth checking out. So that's one. Two, Cartel Coffee Roasters. Really good. They had a great... Uh, they had a Veracruz Columbia Roast that I thought was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I was really good. It's in Tempe. And then also in Tempe, there is a acro-only studio called Acro Body that I did not get to go to because all of their teachers were on their way to San Diego, which is where I we went afterwards for the acro festival. Um, but yeah, it's cool. And then lastly, apparently in Tempe, Arizona, there is a festival called the Innings Festival, what's happening on March 25th, where Dispatch and common Crows are playing. And I am excited to maybe go to that. Interesting. I love Dispatch.
0: Do you like Counting Crows? I like Counting Crows. Counting Crows is one of my least favorite bands of all time. Well, then I'm not inviting you to come. Please don't. <laughs> uh, there are a bunch of other bands playing. Why do you hate Counting Crows? Uh, I don't like lead singers with whiny voices. So do you like hate like Maroon Five? Uh, I don't think Adam Levine has a whiny voice. Mm-hmm. I hate Blink One Eighty Two. I don't like Blink One Eighty Two either. I'm am like I'm
1: definitely anti-whiny voice dudes. I don't like Blink182, but I do like County Cross. Mostly just Mr. Jones, but I like (sighs) County Cross. Song is the worst. Yeah, no. It's pretty I mean
0: it's one of those things where when a song is super popular and you don't like it, yeah. I'm like, it's not that I hated it right away. It's just after the 500th time that
1: I heard it. Yeah. I really hated it. (laughs) The 500th time. (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, That was the end of my road trip story. We're completely off topic because we're supposed to be talking about Earth Treks, which is a common occurrence in our podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, we get off topic a lot.
0: I mean, anytime you try to make this podcast all about Planet Granite and what's going on with that, I'm more than happy to try to derail it. (laughs)
1: Okay. Oh, if that's your topic, let's go off topic. So so my my question that I want to ask, this is a question I've been asked, is do guest passes work at Earth Tracks? Not yet. When will they work? After we get the databases merged. After you get the databases merged. The other thing that I heard, uh, apparently, like, if I go to Golden, they'll look at my Planet Gran- Granite membership, but I have to call, like, Planet Granite to, like, check me in. Not necessarily. What does that mean?
0: Will they be able to scan my Planet Granite card? No. Not until the databases are
1: merged. But. Sounds like there's a common problem here. Merge the damn databases. Yeah, we're fucking working on it. <laughs> Work harder. Like, why isn't it done, done tonight?
0: Uh, if you would like to spend more money on your gym membership so that we can hire more people to do things faster.
1: Why can't I just Things do- that
0: really, in the end aren't that important Why? because they? the the amount of cross travel between the gyms has not gotten that high yet. Yes, we want to have the databases merged. Yes, we want these things to be really easy and simple for people. And, yes, they will be. But is it the number? I mean, like do you need a, do merging you need the databases is a high priority, but we have to do it right. Do you, you definitely need? don't want it to mess it up and have, like lose people's memberships and stuff. Do you need, like, a DBA? I don't know what that is. Database administrator? What do you need? I don't think we need anything. We just need a a normal amount of time to make this thing happen. What is a normal amount of time? I mean, first of all, when are you... When is this going to impact you? I almost went to Golden. You almost went to Golden, yes. If Englewood opens up soon, then soon. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Well, the databases are getting merged soon. It is a it is a priority.
1: But Can I offer my services as a computer science e guy to help? For free? Yeah. Yes, you can. Really? Yeah, why not? I am offering them.
0: We'll take free labor. How many hours a week?
1: Twelve. Okay. It's two like half days.
0: I mean, I will honestly like I will tell them that my friend is a software engineer and he's crazy and he wants to work for free twelve hours a week.
1: Yeah, I will totally work for free. I don't even like this doesn't even count towards black jacket territory.
0: Yeah. The the only issue I can see is that I much of the work being done may be on the um on the Rock Gym Pro end, which is our database.
1: I Account the that,
0: management program.
1: But, I mean, the rock camp- not,
0: uh, That's not us stuff. That's them doing stuff.
1: Yeah, but they probably have an underlying database, and that underlying database is probably, like, MySQL or Postgres, and I should be able to, like, get both of the databases and put them together and then just launch a new version of the thing. All right, well, that's not me. <laughs> I don't know
0: that. I don't even know what it is you're talking about. Okay. I, I have not learned those things and don't feel the need to.
1: You went to school for cool physics e- or chemistry stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did not program. So like if I asked beyond you beyond like, C++, if
1: I asked you like how many valence electrons uh, valence electrons titanium has, you could tell me. No, because I, memorizing stuff is dumb. <laughs> I love memorizing yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah. So it makes me a uh, computer nerd. Um you don't need to memorize things, man. There's no point in that. You can look it up. I can tell it's you It's like how many valence electrons are in titanium? Well, that's what I have a periodic table for. <laughs> Well,
1: periodic. That's that's why it's on the wall, man. Titanium is a transitional metal, so it's not like the same amount as normal. Like chlorine has seven valence electrons. Fluorine also has seven. Yeah, I'm aware of this. So there's bromine because they're they're all halogens. Uh huh. I love halogens. I had to do a project. My project in high school was on like fluorine. Bromine. Uh, Bromine yeah not bromine, whatever you said chlorine chlorine fluorine. chlorine,
0: why did you think it was bromine? I don't remember, <laughs> I
1: okay, I do love noble gases. Let's move on. Those aren't noble gases no noble those gases are, never... are right next to it. <laughs> Jesus. like helium and xenon yeah, those are good those are good elements too,
0: yeah, most of the elements are pretty cool, man,
1: yes, they are um okay. <laughs> Uh, so, someday, we will be able to use our guest passes. Yeah. But, right now, if we go to another gym, how do we, like, what do I do? Do I walk up to the desk and try and check in?
0: Yeah, I mean, just tell them you're from Planet Granite, you want to check in, and, uh, I mean, on our end, I don't know if it's the same at ET, but on our end, we have a spreadsheet that lists all the members of Earth Treks, so we just look them up. Okay. The other issue is that um, currently treks has memberships that are for single locations. Oh, really? Yep. And uh, so, and Planet Granite does not offer that as a
1: membership option. Are we going to offer that as a membership option? No. Well, that's sad. Why? I mean, I wouldn't buy that membership. But maybe other people would. Maybe people only want to climb at Sunnyvale.
0: People might, but uh, you know, it's just not where so, we're not where we're heading.
1: That's the other interesting thing though. Like Planet Granite locations except for Portland mm-hmm. are relatively close together and all like very easily transitable. Yeah. Whereas the Orth- Earth trex ones are pretty disparate from what I can see. Like you've got stuff uh, you've got stuff in Colorado and you've got stuff in D C and you got stuff in Virginia. Well, like, I mean
0: you're you're talking there's like five gyms in the D C Baltimore area. So those are all actually relatively
1: close. So then you've got Colorado and where's the other one? Also Colorado. But the second Colorado one isn't there yet? Yes. So you said there were six gyms. Oh, six gyms. That so there's five in the D.C. area and Colorado. Yeah. And then, okay. And then is there still supposed to be a Planet Granite in Chicago? Yes. Have they broken ground yet? Not to my knowledge. Okay. So it's still amorphous. Like that may or may not happen.
0: Uh, I mean, I think, yeah. Um, the, we have a, a person who's going to be the lead of our new gym development. Really? Yeah. And uh, so he's... Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> have you applied? Not yet. Yeah, so w- since we have that person, it's not you. Because <laughs> you didn't even know it was a thing.
1: But, I mean, maybe it could be me. Maybe they just don't know that it's me. Mm.
0: I just read your resume. I don't think you have the qualifications for this <laughs> role.
1: Probably not. Yeah. I, I can it. do... I mean, you read my technical resume. I have a cheerleading resume where we was talking about leadership. I have, um, an yoga resume. Speaking of which, that's another thing we want to talk about. Um, and I know you can't officially answer this, but I'm still asking it anyways. Uh, some Earthtrex gyms offer acro yoga. Okay. What about Planet Granite? Does this mean a change? Do you guys have the same policy in terms of insurance? Is there different insurance for different gyms? I don't know. I think that there is different insurance based
0: on the state that you're in. Okay. Um... And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I am I'm open to the idea of, like, having an acro-yoga workshop. I'm not anti-acro-yoga. Um, I think that the acro-yoga thing that happened in Sunnyvale turned off management to it, to the community. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, uh, the, the thing that was found, there was a, of, uh, there was a group that was organizing to come in on, you know, member guest night. Yeah. to do yoga, and they were just asking people they didn't even know if they could have their free guest passes for that night. Which, which is gaming the system. Which is, which is you know, it's fairly uh, uncool,
1: I would say. It's uncool but not illegal.
0: No, but that's why we were not cool to them and when they wanted us to, to do things for them,
1: because they were not cool to us. But I'm not them. I'm. I mean, I know who them is. But I wasn't. I'm not them. Why? Well, I, I mean, have I not been cool to you about You've this been whole thing? Very, you have been very cool to me. You have been very cool. But apparently, Kyle dropped Nick on his head while someone else was trying to teach him some partner yoga, and so now Nick is even more against Acroyoga. Uh,
0: that is not r- the conversation that I've had recently with Nick.
1: Oh really? This is what this is what I had a conversation with Nick on the phone before Christmas because I was asking him about. Oh, I was asking about uh, yoga. Uh, apparently, there's a new, there new yoga, instra- uh, head yoga organizers. Yoga different- program manager? That one. I was going to say director, but, like, apparently I, I went for that title to apply, and they're like, uh, it's not a directorship. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's a yoga, what is it? It's a yoga manager. I just said it. Yeah, and I forgot already. Yoga program manager. Yoga program. Do you guys have a new yoga program manager in Belmont? We don't yet, so people can still apply. Uh, Yeah, and there's a new one in Sunnyvale though. Yes. Okay. So, anyways, we're looking at aqua yoga someday, maybe. But so, there's no official word from Earthtrax. Like Earthtrax doesn't have to cancel their aqua yoga.
0: Not to my knowledge. Okay. Uh, The basic the basic tenet of this merger has been that both gyms are. Doing great, right? I Earth play- Tracks is great. Planet Granite's great. We are going to try and take the things that the other gym does even better than we do and incorporate it. Oh, in wow. both directions.
1: What does Earth Tracks do even better than you do? That, that well, I don't
0: right? know. People are in the process of figuring this out, man. Oh, okay. Like you got me all excited. Well, I mean like look, I you know, this process is not going to be instantaneous. Like if you've got two great institutions and you want to take the best from one and incorporate it into the other without losing what makes the other one great and losing the identity of them, it's it's going to be a challenge and it's going to take some time. And I'll, there's been a lot of questions from you and other people and plenty of people within the company about you know, like what are we going to do about this? What are we going to do about that? These like yeah, important details. But still, like, those are low-level details, and we are going to have to work out the high-level details first and then work our way down. We will get there. We care about all these things, but they're not going to all happen right away. So your question about the database merger, like, yeah, that is one of our priorities. We're working on it. But, you know, does it need to happen tomorrow or else things explode? No. No. Do do you need to be able to? Do you need to be able to check in just by scanning and walking past the desk in Golden? Not really. You could just check in and talk to someone for an extra thirty seconds, which you're gonna do anyways.
1: Uh, thirty <laughs> seconds is being generous. I know. <laughs> it's a, I'm probably talking to them for two minutes. Yeah, like, a, get their whole story. Tell them about my website pgcorner.com. Yeah. Shit. Do I need now an com too now?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You should have. <laughs> Earth Treks Corner, and then just, just all all speculating on what the joint company name might be and corner for all of those. So just you know, five or six of those.
1: That'd be pretty funny. Be like Planet Earth Corner. I did buy a new domain this week. Planet Treks Corner. I did buy a new domain this week. It's been a little while. Earth still. Granite Corner. Earth Earth Granite Corner. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That deserves a knee slap. <laughs> uh, last question before we take a little break. Okay. Um, do you have any? Do you do you know what led the people to the table to make the merger happen? Uh,
0: so our CEOs um, and founders. So Chris Warner and Renee, and so Renee has been the CEO of Planet Granite for as long as I've been associated with the company, um, and then Chris Warner is the founder of EarthTracks. And then Mickey is the founder of – so you can see who I know on a first-name basis rather than (laughs) – Yeah, yeah. So they've been friends for a number of years, um, and they have sort of seen this as a way to, you know, work together um, to leave sort of a legacy and, like, sort of shape the industry – and to be more powerful as a company. Um, and, uh, you know, I think not not like a power to sort of control or monopolize the industry, although certainly we want to leave our mark and we want to expand and grow, but the, the power to like, you know, change the level of the climbing gym within the business world in the sense that no, I think the the one that was commented on very, very soon was, you know, we formed this partnership and then we are able to go and talk to um, landowners that wouldn't even talk to us before because now we just have that much more clout and that much more obvious staying power. Because if you think about Um, And this, I'm paraphrasing Mickey in this, and uh, I don't want to take credit for this myself, but if you think about what it means to go into and lease a piece of land that a landowner has and then build what we built in that land. Yeah. And then if we leave after three years because it wasn't successful, they're going to look at it and be like, what the hell am I going to do with this crazy ass building you built? Right, you pretty much sell yourself to another rock gym. Exactly, and also this first rock gym wasn't successful, so why would this one be? So because we are now a bigger company and we have more staying power, more pa- more financial power behind us, we can go to them and be like, look, like we've we're we're in this, we're gonna be here, and we're gonna see out the term of this lease and. You're not going to regret doing business with yeah. this. And not to say that it's like it's gotten us any deals yet. I don't know about that, and that's actually above my pay grade. But I know from what I've been told that
1: it's opening doors that were closed before. Got it. Uh, leads me to one last question before the break, which is uh, wha- whatever happened to the original Planet Grant in Santa Clara? What's that building now? I don't know. And here we go. We're going to break. And uh, this break is brought to you by the very lovely and wonderful new spring line from Patagonia, refeaturing the rugby shirts that was the first product brought to you from Patagonia when they originally uh, came into the clothing market. Uh, and just to let you know, for all these great details about Patagonia and everything else that's amazing about Patagonia, please check out PatagoniaFanboy.com. Um, yes, this break is also brought to you by, uh, acrotorials.com. Yes, that is my new domain. I just bought acrotorials. There will be tutorials on how to do acroyoga. Uh, please check it out. And lastly, uh, the Vantage Points Instagram account. Please feel free to check out the uh, the Vantage Points Instagram account. Evan, do you follow that Instagram account?
0: No, I do not.
1: What? Why not? So good. Oh man, this break is not as good as our last break. It's a little depressing. It it's was a-, a little weird. I was going for weird. <laughs> and we're back. Okay. Um. So so, covered the last topic about um why we started or why the merger was started. My my other question is uh, there's some ethos behind sort of the things that Earth Trek drugs, For example. Earthrax was started with the notion of uh, providing a means for people to climb and then go outside and experience more climbing. Planet Granite over the past couple of years has notably set the away from some of that external uh, uh, outdoorsy stuff. I'm assuming for I'm assuming for insurance, I'm assuming for insurance reasons, um, but I'd like to know if this merger then opens up any doors in that, in that realm.: uh,
0: There are no plans to have sort of an outdoor school. Uh, in the Planet Granite regions.
1: Is there any, is there any plans to partner with the outdoor schools that are offered on the East Coast from Planet Granite? I so, don't, I don't know what you're thinking that that would be. So, the Earth Treks does trips. Like, they do trips out on the East Coast. I'm aware of that. For stuff. Maybe, uh, allowing people from this gym to be a part of those trips. I mean, I think you always could have. Okay, encouraging or advertising people to be a part of those. I don't know.
0: It may happen.
1: But so I can't, far. I
0: can't speculate on any of that.
1: But so far, there's no notion of it happening here.
0: There is no plans to do that here.
1: Okay. This is one member telling you that I feel sad about that.
0: I don't know why. It's not like you had. I mean, like. So it's interesting to me because you seem to feel aggrieved that Planet Granite isn't servicing all of your needs. No. <laughs> so it's like, why doesn't Planet Granite have Acro Yoga? I take Acro Yoga all the time, but why is not Planet Granite have Acro Yoga? And it's like, I want to do, I want Planet Granite to guide me outside. Like, I understand and I appreciate your love of Planet Granite, but you seem, you seem frustrated that Planet Granite doesn't satisfy all your
1: needs. So uh, I, I am satisfied when I see other climbing gyms doing the same thing that Planet Granite does not do. That's, that's part of it and in this case specifically by going outside is Planet Granite used to offer a lead three class they don't anymore they don't offer anchors and, and class and I understand that it's better to do it outdoors I get that but I have took it before they stopped offering it and it's a class that I wish I could take again that I can't take and I understand why they don't do it. I get it. But for me, like that is a thing where I've seen a service degrade over time and, or not degrade, but I've seen a service be removed over time. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing that's frustrating to me as a member. Like I like I took it. I'm like, oh, I know where to take this. I took this before, but I can't go take it now because it's no longer offered. Yeah.
0: I don't know. It's hard it's hard to to speak. I mean, I to get that. your
1: side of it. I get the other side of it. I understand the liability. I understand it's a different thing. I listen, the like it was offered at night you know, during the week at Planet Granite. I don't go to Planet Granite at night during the week anymore Mm -hmm. because it's not, you can't walk in that space. Like, it's unbreathable. Like, you can't climb. There's just too many people. Uh, The last time I went in there, I, like, I died of, like, you know, I have that condition where um, I'm not afraid of small, tight spaces. I'm afraid of being surrounded by people and therefore being enclosed in a small, tight space by people. And that's what Planet Granite is for me at night when I go there during the week. So I understand that there's not even space for it. But maybe, like, Sunday mornings at 8 a.m.? That's possible. I mean, we've discussed having lead
0: classes on the weekends in the mornings.
1: Yeah. There was a lead class that was run in in Sunnyvale in the morning during the week for a couple of people who, like, signed up and wanted one at, like, 6 in the morning.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we do private lessons for all kinds of things, so if you have enough people and we can work it out with an instructor to schedule it, yeah, it'd definitely happen even at 6 in the morning. But, you, but I could not, at 6 in the morning, ask for an anchors
1: class. Because we don't offer that class anymore. Right. That would be the class that I would want. I also want to bring back the master's class. I want to teach the master's class, but Adriel says I have to climb at least 511 C's before I can do that. I think he's
0: right. I think it'd be pretty hard to take instruction in a master's class from someone who, uh, you know.
1: They say those who can't do, exhibit good good technique. I wouldn't say my technique is bad. I'd say that I have limiting factors that prevent me from being better.
0: I don't know how
1: much I believe that. I do have heavy feet. I do need to work on it. Yeah, right. The, the point is, like, you can say that, and, like, I look at my climbing, and I'm like, there's always a room for me to improve. There's always room for me to improve. Oh, I mean, I feel the same way about my climbing. Yeah, there's always room for us to improve. Uh, let's see. Uh, so I was listening to the last version of the episode, the last episode, the one with the crazy fun break that we did before. <laughs> yeah. When was that recorded? October? Like October, yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. So we're gonna so just now I would like your, your promise to our listeners that you will help me try and do at least uh one and a half a month.
0: Damn dude, when when is this falling on me? I told you that you're the one that's always out of town. Just say yes.
1: All right, yes. Cool. We're excited. That was not an easy snap, that was a clap. Um <laughs> But so it is. Prior October the part of the conversation we had was about like Margot Robbie and like how like we you know <laughs> Oh, wait,
0: not Robbie. <laughs> I hear that she, I hear that her new movie is very good.
1: Sorry, Margot Hayes. Oh, that one. Okay, I Margot see. Margot Hayes. I didn't know who she was at the time. Apparently I still don't, but I didn't know who she was at the time. <laughs> and then I ended up going to this I ended up going to this thing like we the, the Real Rock Festival up in the city, which was sponsored by North Face, not Patagonia, sadly. Uh-huh. Um and uh, So I went to this thing, and I was supposed to take a class. I was supposed to take one class from Cedar Wright, and then another class on multi-pitch tips and techniques. I was really excited to meet Cedar Wright, because he is a really funny dude when you watch him on video. He's a really funny dude on Instagram. He has these great stories with his dog running around. He's just a funny guy. Okay. So I was really excited to go up there, not excited about the multi-pitch guy. multi-pitch guy did not show up. I have no idea who it was, but he didn't show up. So I got to jump into any other class. So we jumped into the... Uh, Margot Hayes class. (laughs) You almost got it wrong again. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we jumped into the Margot Hayes class, and it was... uh, First of all, she is so sweet. She's such a sweet individual. Like, in terms of meeting people who are kind and genuine and fun and just nice, Mm
0: -hmm. she
1: is very that. She's very attentive she, she was actually really trying to help people out. Um, for, for her age, I think she's like 19, she is very with it and very mature. I was really impressed. Like, and that's, I don't mean that in a belittling sense. I mean, like, just really a very impressive individual. Um, yeah, she's pretty awesome. Yeah, I would, I, I, I would say awesome. So the next time she's in town, we got to recruit her for the podcast somehow. She's also relatively loquacious. Like she will talk. I well, it's interesting. Yeah, okay.
0: She, uh, you know, she was a little nervous about uh, presenting at our ASCA fundraiser because she had actually never done any public speaking before. She's she's
1: good at it. She did. She was fine. She was really good. She got it. So the the thing that got me was after after we did the like after she watched us climb for a bit and then she we did like a little bit of core workout which was fantastic, and then she asked people for questions. And everybody was asking her about her diet. Like, okay, so just to set the scene for you. It's me and, like, 12 other girls, including Linda and Jill, and, like, and Margot. That was it. There was no other dudes. Max was there taking pictures. But it was, like, me, Max, and, like, like, 14 girls. Uh huh. It was very interesting when they were asking her about her diet. She's like, "I eat a lot of carrots. I eat, a, or sorry, I eat a lot of potatoes, sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes. Like all this other stuff." And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at all the these orange ones. food, right? I don't know, but like she was sitting there and <laughs> she's, she's on doing, that orange food diet. She's no, the sweet potatoes are not necessarily orange. Well, she ate the purple ones. She likes the purple ones. Okay, but the um... the I think the thing that's interesting for me is that like all these people are looking at like what she's eating and like and. I kind of had a moment where I realized that, like, you can look at what all these other people are doing, you can look at what's going on, and what works for them may not necessarily work for you. So all these people are, like, asking Margot Robbie, like, or sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Describe what I'm doing right now. (laughs) Oh, shit. Is you're making a you you're making a, a rude gesture. A lewd, rude gesture. Uh so anyways, <laughs> Margot Hayes about like what she's eating, and I'm like, you have to work out like she works out in order to get the benefit of the food that she's eating. And that's the that's the point that I'm making. is, like everybody's body is different and you have to actually like figure out what works for you and apply it. And so while I well I did get a kick out of listening to her speak, there were a lot of people who were asking questions. I was like, Yeah, I'm not sure the answer to that's relevant in this case.
0: I mean like you know, it doesn't mean that it's not interesting.
1: Oh yeah, and and everything about like her background in gymnastics, her she has a like we you mentioned you don't know what she does other than sport climbing. She has a fear apparently of of like bouldering and some of the other things because, you know, she likes the idea of being safe and tied in. Yeah. So like that's a thing that I didn't know about her. Like that was you know there's a lot of really cool interesting. In fact, I have a notebook that's in outside of this room, with notes from her that I meant to post and never did. Oh, Okay. Um, and then, but Cedar Wright was just hilarious. Cedar Wright was like, you know, the reason why that's difficult for you is because you're not six. If you were six, that would totally be easy. <laughs> Stuff like that. It was really fun.
0: Okay. He I was don't a, understand that reference.
1: And, uh, yeah, but he was, he was a fun dude. Have okay. you met him before? I have. Yeah. He's a little aloof, would be my, would, like... All over the place uh, I mean I think
0: he's like a ham for the camera and in front of a
1: crowd but you know I everybody says that and like I actually didn't find like he was he was he was generally shaking hands with everybody generally kind to everybody like just a just a pretty decent human being I thought mm. but he's a, he is a bit of a goof yeah I had some good quotes okay um I think it's interesting um, that I keep saying her name wrong
0: Yeah, it is very interesting that you keep saying our name wrong. Uh, It's also funny to me, because I was like, oh man, he's like, you know, we're doing this podcast, we don't know who our target audience is, but you seem to think our target audience is is people that you know, (laughs) and that's who you speak to, because it's like, well, let me just throw out the first names of three people that no one outside Sunnyvale climbing community knows. And then also, let me just use the last name of this, one of the more famous female climbers in the world every single time I mention her and get it wrong. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's uh, Jill and Linda. No last names, no no frame of reference. But uh, Margot Robbie over there. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, man. I listened to a book, uh, and... Uh, no, the oh wow end, the end congratulations
1: this, parade for you
0: who can listen to a book at the end of this book there's a there's a character who's uh who's been teaching this uh basically it's like a fairy
1: but, <laughs> okay
0: go ahead I mean I'm just trying to I'm trying to have it be as accessible as possible but it, he's uh he's teaching it the rude gestures <laughs> and at one point he's like he taught it he was like oh that was a well executed double rude gesture <laughs> You gotta you gotta be able to get at least three at once. Yeah, I don't, I, that that didn't add anything for me. Don't no, get okay, no. fine, whatever. Um, I kind of see it. I can I can kind of see it, but visual humor doesn't fly very well on the podcast.
1: Yep, yep. No, I get it. As do as as almost
0: as bad as inside references. Inside references. So okay, the next thing that we should talk about. Um, is there a next thing?
1: There are two other things. Okay. What have you been climbing?
0: What have I been climbing? Yeah. I, you know, I since the snow hit the mountains and the passes closed, I've been heading out to jailhouse. Going sport climbing. Nice. Sporto.
1: How far is jailhouse? It's about two and a half hours. And when you go, do you like normally spend the night sleeping in your car? Nope. Normally I do not. You go for like a day and come back? Yeah, pretty much. Does it, like, pump you out so much that you can't do, like, a second day? Um, it used to. Um, I've been doing two
0: days in a weekend more often. I, did, I was actually there the last two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But you yeah. drove back in between each day? I did, yeah. I actually had plans to drive back, um, and I suppose I could have stayed out there, but I just I didn't feel like it. Especially because I finished climbing at 1 o'clock. Got it. So, jailhouse, when the sun hits, the the holes don't feel quite so good anymore at all. So, it's really hard to, um, like, give a serious attempt on your project Yeah. once the sun is on it. So, I, uh, you know, like, the sun hits my project around 1, one So, do
1: you get there by 7, so you can climb, like, 7 to 1?
0: Well, I would get there by 7, but... It's, you know, driving out the morning of. Like, I leave at, like, 5.50 and then get there at 8.30. Got it. So so it gives me time to warm up and uh, get two climbs in before the sun hits. Two attempts on my project before the sun hits it. What's the name of your project currently? It's called Alcatraz.
1: Alcatraz. Are you trying to escape from Alcatraz?
0: (laughs) No, I am trying to work together with Alcatraz to proceed 80 feet up the wall and then clip two bolts, and then come down without falling. How close are you? Pretty close. Um, the last, uh, so on Friday, I had my best attempt on it. And so the, my first attempt was awful, because the conditions are super humid and warm and sweaty, and I just fell all over the place and didn't wasn't feeling it. And the second attempt, the breeze picked up, and it felt way better. And I got my new highest point on the climb. So I fell doing a move... Uh, if I had completed the move, I would then have slotted a knee bar and clipped, and then that was the last clip before the anchor.
1: So got it. So you're you're just underneath, like two moves underneath the last the second last bolt.
0: I am one move from the
1: last bolt before the anchor. Before the anchor, which is to me the second last bolt.
0: Okay, that's not how climbs work, man. That's how it works. The anchor brain. is the anchor. The anchor is the anchor. Okay. Um, I uh, also since you since you never ask I also did the hardest sport route I've ever done okay, already versus. this season Alcatraz would be the hardest um, I although What's it's, Alcatraz a, it's, rated? it's this uh, 13B oh wow and so I already did Good
1: job I man. did
0: Hall of Justice which is 13B Hall of Justice
1: <laughs> yeah remember how I said Pearls of Pearls of Justice at the end of the last episode maybe I I have been listening Okay. And you cracked up because you're like, pearls of wisdom, oh, <laughs> Hall <yeah>. of Justice.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Hall of Justice uh, I worked on and managed to get uh, beginning of December. And then uh, I started working on Alcatraz.
1: That's pretty awesome, man.
0: I think so. I'm pretty happy about it. Um, climbing well, getting stronger, resting better. Hey, it's amazing. Like I watched other people climb, though, and they're so much better at rest and recovery than I am. You mean on the route? On the route. So yeah. awesome. So it's super impressive.
1: Um, I would love to get better at that. Nice. Uh, so I have two two more things. The first thing is I want to tell our audience that I have now purchased a double rack ish. Um, the standard size is an ultralight. I bought I bought a bunch of cams. So I'm excited. So now I gotta find a way to get some dirt on them. Uh, there's some people who you don't want to get dirt on them. I don't that's know what, why you think. That's what Linda says. You said you gotta get dirt on them.
0: No, not no, not
1: dirt. Just get them scuffed up. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Scuff like, them up. Well, when you put cams into a crack, like it starts, you know, like you get gouges from the rock. I know. Like, I'm the excited. rock like gouges your cams, and you get like they get scraped and stuff. But like so, you don't put them in the dirt.
1: <laughs> you I don't like, get throw them in dirt. No, okay. Means, like you don't get dirt on them. You so place them. They you, they get used. There's apparently some people who may be going up, and, and I'm not joining their group, but I would like to also maybe consider doing this. Going up and trying to do Royal Arches in two weeks.
0: In two weeks?
1: Yeah. Have you done Royal Arches? I have not.
0: Any interest? Yeah, I mean, somewhat. Okay. I don't think two weeks
1: works for me. Are we okay. talking?
0: Is that the 21st?
1: Yeah, sometime around that. 20th, 21st? I think it's like yeah, nineteenth, 20th, something like that.
0: Well the twentieth is Saturday, twenty first is Sunday. Yeah. Something like that. So I am uh I am occupied. Occupado? I would really like to try and send Alcatraz in the next two weeks, so. Before that or before that, yeah. So I'm gonna try Well I'm gonna try to go out this weekend, hopefully get good weather, and then I'll you, try to go out on the nineteenth as well, I think. Are you working on an MLK day? Yeah.
1: Okay. It's a Monday. Maybe you got a holiday. I was just saying. I think
0: holidays don't matter, man. I worked on New Year's Day.
1: I know you did. I think that's the day I called you and asked you about Phoenix, thinking that you lived there at one point, or that was your home. Um, I've never lived in Tucson either. I have never lived in Arizona. Yeah,
0: but your parents live there, so it's kind of like a thing. People call Tucson home for me all the time, and I'm like, nope.
1: Do you consider what? uh, Warwick your home? Yeah. When was the last time we were in Warwick? A long time ago. I'm, we're going to change that this year. Yeah? Yeah. You're
0: going to get some Doughboys?
1: And I have actually not been to Doughboys, but yes. Go go to. uh Wait, what are Doughboys? Huh? What are Doughboys again? It's, it's like. A, it's a restaurant, right? But is it pizza? No. Doughboys is
0: like fried dough. I can totally eat that. It's like. Uh, have you had funnel cake? Yeah, I can eat funnel cake too.
1: Okay, I just, it's, I'm it's just not I get, funnel cake. I just have to make sure that I don't eat meat. This like, a not close relative meat. to funnel cake. I'm allowed to eat fish, but I'm not eating meat for the next year. What about uh, Flo's? Oh, I can totally eat Flo's. Clam shack. I can totally eat Flo's. Let's go to Flo's. Well, oh, let's that's go to Flo's. Flo's is walking distance from my house. It's ridiculous. Like, not a short walk, but like a 20-minute walk from my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get wasted and go to Flo's. Um, that's what you do. You get wasted and you go get fried clams. Like, that's what happens. Yeah, I know, I
0: know.
1: Uh... So then, um, I got this rack, I want to use it, so maybe after that you could t- we could talk about doing something like that? Yeah, totally. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to ask you is, uh, listening to some of the old podcasts, you talk a fair bit about, um, you know, mountaineering and, like, going up peaks and, like, climbing mountains and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I would like to start doing some of that. Okay. I was, I was wondering, as a guide, like, is there is there one in the area that I, like, how do you, first of all, how do you start, where do you define the bottom as? Wait, what? Like, when you go and climb a, like, go walk up a mountain, like a 14er, where do you start at? Do you start at sea level? Do you start at the base? How do you define where the bottom is?
0: That's an interesting question. Uh, That's a self-defined thing, like... Uh, most people, when they go out to climb peaks, uh, really look at it just like, you know, like I'm just trying to, I mean, a lot of times people are just trying to get up to the top, the easiest route possible. Sometimes you want to do an interesting route, but you know, the, you know, usually, you know, you pick your route that you want to do and you just start it from the closest, like closest place you can drive to. So if you can drive to like almost the top. Well that's to me like I don't I don't bother climbing mountains that have roads that go to the top. Okay. To me that's like kind of worthless. Like what's the point of climbing up there if I could have just driven up? Got it. Um, so I would you know I would like Pike's Peak in in Colorado, I would there's a road that goes to the top. Like why would I bother Hiking
1: that climb that yeah, mountain just like drive to the top of it and see it yeah
0: I mean it's like it's also like you know like what how interesting can the routes be on it if the you know how interesting can the summit be if you can drive up there like, yeah yeah I don't know maybe it's, it's actually really beautiful yeah yeah I mean any any high vantage point is beautiful but like it's just not inspiring
1: my aunt got married up there so so it was really pretty uninspiring. Uh, so is there a good stuff in the area that I could do that's maybe not a 14-er to start? I need to start training at altitude this year because I may go to Kilimanjaro. And if I do, I need to get some altitude experience. Sure. Kilimanjaro is like 19, though. 18, yeah. 18. So I'll have to, I, I will have to do higher stuff, but I want to start easier.
0: Yeah. You should just drive to Pikes Peak and then just run laps around the parking lot. I mean, I might someday. <laughs> um, I, mean, there's t- I mean, like the Sierra has tons of mountains. How do, you, how do you, so you just did all the 14s? I, I have completed all of the 14ers this, this year
1: in September. You did all of them in one year or you've done no, all no, of no. them? No, 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 I've
0: done all of them, period. Yeah. Not all in one year. Are there, like a, are there a lot of 13ers? In California? Yeah. Hundreds. Got it. So maybe I'll
1: just find a 13er and start there. Why are you starting at 13? Because I feel like 14 too intense.
0: What's the difference? They're both going to be intense for you.
1: What's the easiest
0: 14er? The easiest 14er? Uh, it's kind of a toss-up, I think.
1: Um, can you do these in a day, or do you, do they have to be, like, well, are these multiple days? Some of
0: them you can do in a day. Um, the easiest of the California 14ers is probably... Uh, it's probably about even between Langley and White Mountain Peak and where are they over by Whitney or like uh i mean they're all in the sierras Langley is one one it's the first 14ers it's the farthest south 14er and it's the like it's pretty close to Whitney got it um so it's like maybe 10
1: miles from Whitney okay
0: um, and then... he's nice, though, because you
1: got Bishop right there, and I could go get some cookies.
0: And then, uh, White Mountain Peak is actually in the and there's a Jeep trail that goes up to the top. So there's essentially, like, a road
1: that goes up to the top. So where's the bottom? Where'd you start that one?
0: Well, at the end of where you can drive to. There's a gate. <laughs> so got it. It's about seven miles from the summit, so it's a 14-mile round trip. Got it. Um... A lot of it is not very steep, but then uh, you get up pretty high before you start. I think uh, I think the trailhead is at over twelve thousand
1: feet. And is this stuff that I need to learn the self-resting thing with like a with like a... with an ice axe? Yeah.
0: No, okay. I mean, it depends what route you take, but uh, I don't think there's any required glacier travel to get up any of these peaks. Okay. Except for Shasta.
1: Shasta, what about not even Whitney?
0: Well, oh no, Shasta in the summer, there's a spot that you can just take, it like, basically a rock trail all the way to the summit. I don't know, but that's not as much fun. I don't think so. That's not what I did. All right. What, what are, I, Wait, what are you, uh, what was your last question? That was
1: know. my last question, but, like, how do I get started on this?
0: Oh, how do you get started? I mean, first of all, just don't, don't be like, I need to climb 14ers. Uh, like, like, there's so many like thirteen thousand foot high peaks and twelve thousand foot peaks that are just as hard as any of the fourteeners in California. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's not irrelevant.
1: Have you done a twelve or thirteen thousand? That's uh, that's like a, within a four hour drive of where we are now. Yeah, of course.
0: Tahoe. No, Tahoe's all low, man.
1: Yosemite stuff. Yeah. Yeah,
0: of course. Is
1: is Clouds Rest 14?
0: (laughs) No. It's not even ten, dude. Okay. But like that's what I'm saying, like if you go if you drive to the valley and hike up to the top of Clouds Rest, that's a lot of work. That's a whole lot of work. It's more work than it's more work than it is going up like White Mountain Peak, I I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, Clouds Rest is supposed to be a ridiculously hard hike, and it's all my list of things to do, but I haven't It is not a ridiculously hard hike. Okay.
0: It's just a hike. Okay. And it's definitely uphill. And a lot of people who are
1: not ready for it do it, which makes it seem like it's ridiculously hard. Got it. <laughs> I would like to do Clouds Rest. I think it's gorgeous. I also love the name. I think it's very poetic.
0: It is very poetic. You know, there's a root on Clouds Rest.
1: Yes. Like thirty pitches. But it's impossible to do apparently.
0: I, don't, I mean, like, there's people that have done it. I, I, hear I talked it's... to somebody the other day that said it was really fun.
1: Well, I would totally do that
0: with you someday. Yeah, you gotta be in better shape. I'm getting there, okay? I'm the, I mean, like, well, no, it's, it's, it's not even, I'm not talking about, like, your the shape of your body. I'm talking about, like, fucking fitness for doing pitches and pitches and pitches and hiking long distances. Like, I don't really care, you know, what you weigh. You just have to be able to, like, haul your ass through this,
1: some stuff. I mean, I'll be a great, I can haul the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we, we're good time-wise. We've, you know, we've definitely hit our mark. I keep on getting more feedback that we're ours is too long, but I don't kind of... I kind of... I, I do care, but I don't care. Dude, you just...
0: You talk as long as you want to talk, and as long as things are tight, you just... Tight? Publish that
1: shit. Tight. I publish all of it. All of it. So working on the... You know, maybe next week we'll have a better ad that has more... Um, like, maybe I'll make a jingle about Dot com. You just... Yeah, it's kind
0: of weird that you just... Advertise my own products? You advertise your websites that don't have much
1: content. I'm working on the content. All right. Um, anyways, thank you for listening. I have not hopped on the scale since the last time, so I'm going to say I'm still two twenty because I don't know otherwise. Two twenty. Yeah.
0: Uh, wait. How do? I, what did I say? it? Uh, oh, the South Beta podcast is 394 pounds of rock climbing power. Wow, you're getting a light. I told you, dude. Dude, we're how do, out. How do you think I send shit? <laughs> Magic. Magic. Perseverance.